Back in the day when my girls were born, it was not easy to share photos and videos with loved ones, but you have a fantastic option available, the Family Album app. The Family Album app was created in 2015 and has operated in the long term to give parents a secure and easy way to share photos and videos with loved ones. It's a totally secure personal haven for your family's memories. I love that there's no third-party ads, no unwanted eyes. Now, let me share some of the great features that make the Family Album app a go-to app. First off, the app automatically sorts photos and videos by month, allowing you to swipe back in time and see how your child has grown. No more scrolling through endless feeds or searching through folders. Another cool feature about the Family Album app is you can order eight free photo prints every month to be delivered to your home. It's really nice to have some tangible pictures to hold onto or share to document each month of your baby's life. Plus, the Family Album app has unlimited storage and it is totally free. Yes, you heard that right. No more worrying about running out of space or being bombarded by ads when you're just trying to relive those heartwarming moments. So if you are still trying to use other messaging apps for your kids' photos, it is time to level up your family photo game with a free photo sharing app. Head over to the App Store today, search Family Album, it's all one word, download the app and start creating a legacy of love one photo at a time. Don't let diaper rash come between you and your baby. Diaper rash can be one of the worst experiences your little one has to go through and keeping their delicate skin happy and healthy shouldn't require a spatula to apply thick, goopy treatments that can be just as irritating and uncomfortable as the diaper rash. Instead, try Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Dr. Mom Butt Balm is a pediatrician approved skin protectant free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide. It was developed by a mom who is also a doctor when she couldn't find any traditional products that worked for her baby's persistent diaper rash. Use just a small amount of Dr. Mom Butt Balm to help soothe your baby's skin and feel good about making the right choice. Nothing comes between you and your baby, not even diaper rash. Check out Dr. Mom Butt Balm, available on Amazon or walmart.com. In this episode of the podcast, I'm helping you get ready for the hospital. Now, I do mention the anatomically correct name of a female body part. It starts with the letter V. So grab some headphones if you feel like you need to. Welcome to the All About Pregnancy and Birth podcast. I'm Dr. Nicole Calloway-Rankins, a board-certified OBGYN physician and certified integrative health coach. Every week, I break down topics, share birth stories, or interview experts to help you have your very best pregnancy and birth. Quick note, the information is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for medical advice. See the full disclaimer at ncrcoaching.com forward slash disclaimer. Hello, hello, hello. I am delighted to have you with me on another episode of the podcast. So today I am talking about how to get ready for the hospital. And I am going to cover logistical information. I'll talk about what to bring for while you're in labor, what to bring for after your baby is born, what to bring for going home, what not to bring 
some information for your partner, and finally, how to prep down there, i.e. your vaginal area. All right, now before I get into the episode, I gotta ask, did you hear about the new Facebook group I created? It is called the All About Pregnancy and Birth Podcast Community. This is a great place to continue the conversation after the podcast, get insight, get tips, and just support one another along the journey of pregnancy and birth. I have an awesome community moderator in the group who is an experienced doula, and of course, I am in the group as well. All you got to do is go to Facebook, search for all about pregnancy and birth, or even just all about pregnancy. It should be one of the first things that pop up. Request to join and your request should be reviewed and approved within about 24 hours. The link to join is also in the show notes and you can find the show notes at www.ncrcoaching.com forward slash episode seven. And that's actually for any of the episodes. That's where you'll always find the show notes, ncrcoaching.com forward slash episode and then the number. It's episode spelled out. So ncrcoaching.com forward slash episode seven. All right, now let's talk about getting ready for the hospital. Before I forget, I have made a one-page checklist that you can download just to help you to make sure you don't forget anything so you don't have to worry about writing anything down while you're listening. And you can grab that one-page checklist at ncrcoaching.com forward slash hospital hyphen tip sheet. That's ncrcoaching.com forward slash hospital hyphen hyphen tip sheet and that link is in the show notes as well. Okay, so let's get started. We'll start off by talking about some logistical tips. So you definitely want to try and register ahead of time at the hospital where you plan to give birth. Pre-registering just means that you give the hospital your demographic information, so your name, your date of birth, your address, Also give them your insurance information ahead of time so that they already have you in their system. That way, when you come in and labor, no one is asking you what your zip code is in the middle of a contraction. Now, many hospitals will allow you to pre-register online. So definitely check and see if that is an option for you. Another thing you want to do as far as logistics is a dry run of where to park, and where to go in the hospital. Labor happens whenever it happens, including the middle of the night. And you do not want to be struggling to try and figure out where to park or where labor and delivery is at two o'clock in the morning. Now, a great way to learn about where to go is to take advantage of the tours that most labor and delivery units offer. However, if you can't make a tour, then do take some time to find out on your own. Now, a backup option that works in a pinch is you can always go through the hospital's emergency department and they will take you to labor and delivery. But sometimes the emergency department may be on the other side of the hospital, so you may get dropped off, but your partner has to walk around and figure out where to go and all that kind of stuff. So if possible, figure out the best place to park and where to go before you actually go into labor. Now, for when you're in labor, you want to know your GBS status. 
GBS stands for group beta streptococcus, and that is a type of bacteria. Now, women, we all have bacteria in our vaginas. That's a normal part of having a healthy vagina. Now, outside of pregnancy, GBS is not a problem. However, during pregnancy, if you carry the group beta strep bacteria in your urine, in your vagina, or around your rectal area, you could potentially transmit the bacteria to your baby. And in rare circumstances, GBS will make a baby very sick. Now, about 30% of women are carriers of GBS. We test for it with a vaginal and rectal swab between 35 and 37 weeks of pregnancy. And if you do carry GBS, then you need antibiotics while you're in labor. Typically, it's a penicillin family medication unless you have an allergy to penicillin. Expecting parents who are looking for great nursery decor, this message is for you. As you prepare for the beautiful journey ahead, let Home Threads be your partner in creating a serene nest for your growing family. At HomeThreads.com, explore a collection designed for comfort and style during this special time. From cozy nursery essentials to soothing rocking chairs, Home Threads has everything to create the perfect home for your little one and always at the best value. If you like unique items, then you definitely need to check out Home Threads. We got a silver picture frame from Home Threads that is absolutely beautiful. It's one of those timeless classic items that will last for years to come and it fits in any space in your home. Be sure to visit homethreads.com forward slash Dr. Nicole today and receive a code for 15% off your first order. Home Threads, love where you live. We didn't used to always do it like this. This is a change within the last... I don't know, five to 10 years or so that all women are routinely tested for GBS. And if you carry the bacteria, then you receive antibiotics while you're in labor. All right. Also for when you're in labor, you want to have a copy of your birth wishes. Actually, you want to have three copies of your birth wishes to bring with you to the hospital. So you can give a copy to your nurse and to the doctors that are there. And by birth wishes, this is also known as a birth plan. I try to stay away from the term birth plan because we can't really plan birth. Birth is an unpredictable process. Your doctor can't plan birth. You can't plan birth. Really, the baby has the most control over the birth process. Now, speaking of birth plans, I have a free one hour mini course on how to make your birth plan or birth wishes. And the reason that this is an hour, you may be like, what an hour to, you know, what in the world? But the reason that it's an hour is because a well done birth plan that actually accomplishes what you want, which is communicating your wishes for your birth. That takes some effort. It is not something that can be done by downloading a template or filling out checkboxes on a form. 
Trust me, I have cared for hundreds of pregnant women. I have seen lots of birth plans. Um, This is something that really requires some effort if you want it to be most effective. So I have provided a step-by-step process for making your birth plan, and you learn two of the most influential factors in your birth experience. You really want to learn these two things before and understand these two things before you make your birth plan. I talk about tips on how to approach the process, questions to ask, more questions to ask if you plan an unmedicated birth, tips to make sure your doctor and nurses pay attention to your birth plan and then what to include. So you can register for that free one hour mini course at ncrcoaching.com forward slash birth plan. And that link is also in the show notes. All right, so moving on. Also while you're in labor, you wanna bring some comfort items for your labor room. The environment of your labor room can have a big impact on your birth experience. You want your room to make you feel comfortable, to make you feel calm, to make you feel at peace. So definitely feel free to bring music, whatever music you want, you know, make a playlist or have your Spotify or Pandora or whatever you like. You can bring photos to place in the room. You can bring diffusers to do scented oils to help make your labor room feel very comfortable for you and a pleasant place to be in labor. Now, a tip that I've learned from the midwives that I work with is stringing white Christmas lights in the room. I think white Christmas lights just help create such a nice calm, warm tone in the room. Hospital lights can be really harsh. And I personally don't think babies should be born like in the bright lights of the hospital. I don't know. It feels like startling to me. So I think white Christmas lights or dim lights in the room help create a nice, calm, warming tone. All right. Another thing you want to do is you want to bring comfortable shoes If you are planning an unmedicated birth especially, then you will likely be walking around and moving around to help you cope with the contractions. So you wanna bring shoes that are comfortable to walk in and they're easy to get in and out of, such as like slippers for instance. Now, I have seen people walk around in the hospital barefoot and I just, I can't get with that. Like (laughs) it's the hospital and there's like blood and bodily fluids and whatnot. Yes, of course, they clean the surfaces and everything, but I don't know. I just do not think you should be walking around in the hospital without shoes on. So bring some comfortable shoes like slippers that are um, easy for you to get in out of and you can walk around comfortably while you're in labor. Next thing you wanna consider bringing is some water gear. You know that getting in the shower or the tub, hydrotherapy, that's a great way to help manage contractions. Um, Even if you plan to get an epidural eventually, if you wanna do it in the earlier part, then it's, it's a great way to help manage pain. Now, if your hospital's labor and delivery has a shower that you plan to use, just bring a pair of cheap throwaway flip-flops to wear when you get in. Again, yes, hospitals get cleaned, but it won't hurt to have a little barrier between you and the hospital floor. It also helps keep you from slipping in the shower as well. Now, it's not really you know practical for you to wear shoes if you're planning to get in the tub, but you may want to bring a sports bra or a bikini top 
to wear when you get in the tub. You don't have to wear anything if you get in the tub, but if you want a little bit more modesty, then a sports bra or a bikini top can help you feel comfortable while you're in the tub. Your partner can also bring flip-flops to get in the shower with you and also bring swimwear to get in the tub with you. Now, the last thing I want to talk about for things to have while you're in labor is something to occupy your time. If you are going to be induced or if you have an epidural, there may be long stretches of time where you're just kind of sitting around, passing time and waiting for things to happen. On average, the active part of labor can last for eight hours, but your labor could be significantly longer than that, and it can definitely be a longer process if you're getting induced. So bring your Netflix. Most hospitals have free Wi-Fi that you can connect to. Bring some books to read, some puzzles to do. Bring some things to help occupy your time. Hey, so you made it this far in the episode, and I'm thinking it's because you enjoyed this podcast. Well, if that's the case, then I have a favorite to ask. Creating and producing the All About Pregnancy into Birth podcast has been one of the greatest joys of my life. I'm so grateful to have each and every one of you on this journey with me. Your support and engagement means the world to me, and it's what helps keep this podcast going. But here's the thing. Producing a podcast involves time, effort, and resources from recording equipment to an editor, hosting fees, coordinating guests, countless hours spent researching and crafting content. It all adds up. And that's where I could use your support. I've never wanted to turn all about pregnancy and birth into a paywall. I want it to remain accessible to everyone. That's why I've set up a way for you to support the show financially if you're able and willing. If this podcast has helped you during your pregnancy, your birth, or your life, I'm asking you to consider contributing to the show. Your support will help cover production and team costs and ensure that I can continue delivering the episodes you love. So in the month of March, head to drnicolerankins.com forward slash support and contribute whatever you can. Your support, no matter how big or small, makes a significant impact. It helps us continue delivering high quality content and ensures the future of all about pregnancy and birth. Again, that's drnicolerankins.com forward slash support. Thank you so much for being part of the all about pregnancy and birth community. Now back to the show. All right, well, let's move on to talk about stuff to have for after your baby is born. Now, there is nothing quite like having your own stuff to make you feel more like yourself. When you have a baby, it's not a medical disease or a condition or a problem. In the vast majority of cases, you just had a baby. So you don't need to wear a hospital gown during your stay if you don't want to. You also don't have to use the hospital provided toiletries. I think you'll feel better if you bring your own toiletries and bring some comfortable clothes to wear while you're hanging out in the hospital after your baby is born. Just be sure that the clothes open in the front or they can be easily pulled down so you can breastfeed without any trouble. So just bring like nursing bras or nursing tops. Those are great, comfortable options to wear in the hospital and just some big, loose sweatpants. Um, that's plenty. All right. Next thing you want to bring is some snacks because let's be honest, 
hospital food is not exactly gourmet. You may get hungry at times when the hospital cafeteria is closed. Like I work nights, 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. And the cafeteria is never open during that time. You just kind of have what's in vending machines. So bring a few of your favorite snacks to help keep you nourished during your hospital stay. They come in handy if you need a snack in the middle of the night. All right, now when it's time to go home, you want to have a special going home outfit for your baby. I think that is such a nice memory. I still have the outfits that both of my girls came home from the hospital in. My older daughter, she was a preemie. She came home in this little like lime green long sleeve one piece jumper. And um, my younger daughter, she had this little like pants and onesie set. It was red, black, and white. So I still have those outfits, still have those pictures. So it's a nice memory to have that going home outfit for your baby. Also bring a blanket to cover your baby as you're leaving. It'll help keep your baby warm. And more importantly, it will help keep well-meaning but germy hands from touching your baby. Don't let people touch your baby, especially in the first few weeks after they're born. Um, be sure that everyone really washes their hands before they touch your baby because if babies get any type of infection or get sick in those first four weeks or so, they get a battery of tests. So you really want to be careful in those first few weeks while their immune system is developing to not let a lot of people touch your baby and make sure that they wash their hands before they do so. Now, another thing you want to bring for going home, and this often gets overlooked, it's just a little bag to carry home some of the items that you get while you're at the hospital. There's usually extra diapers and wipes and whatnot that the hospital provides. So just bring a little bag that's empty to carry home those extra items with you. Now, let's talk about what not to bring. For obvious reasons, do not bring valuable jewelry. Do not bring lots of cash because you don't want your stuff to get stolen. You also don't need to bring medications that you take on a regular basis. Typically, the hospital will provide your medications for you um, as long as it's something that's pretty common. If you take an unusual medication, then you may need to bring it. But for the vast majority of medications, the hospital will provide it for you. You also don't have to provide diapers for your baby. The hospital will give you diapers. The hospital will also give you onesies for your baby, but they're kind of boring. They're usually like white little one piece things. So you can definitely bring your own outfits for your baby if you'd like. I personally don't think you need to bring a nursing pillow like the boppy pillow. You can get by without it. That thing is kind of bulky, so it's a lot to carry. Um, and you can manage, I think, okay, without a nursing pillow in the hospital. And then unless you have concerns about how to use your breast pump, your breast pump can stay home as well. Now, as for your partner, your partner should bring many of the same things that you do, including toiletries, including a change of clothes, the swimwear, if they plan to get in the tub or shower with you, flip-flops, um, they should bring something to entertain themselves and also any medications that they may take. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is prepping down there. 
you may stress about the appearance of your vaginal area and how that might be perceived by your doctor. Well, let me tell you, your doctor doesn't care. I promise. I promise. We see vaginas all the time. And whether you are waxed or shaved or bedazzled, it really just does not matter. So don't stress if you haven't waxed. Don't stress if you haven't shaved. And also do not feel like your vagina needs to smell like fruit, flowers, or herbs. Just plain old soap and water is enough. And even if you don't have time to clean up, you know, that's not even a real requirement. We know that labor happens when it happens and a shower or wash up may not be feasible. So bottom line, come to the hospital when it is time for you to come. We will happily care for you as you are. And there's usually time if you want to, to kind of freshen up a little bit if you feel like you need to. Okay, so that's it for getting ready for the hospital. Don't forget, I have that one-page checklist that you can download at ncrcoaching.com forward slash hospital hyphen hyphen tip sheet. And that link is in the show notes. Also, don't forget about the All About Pregnancy and Birth Podcast Community Facebook group. Come join us. It is a great place to get and give support during your pregnancy. I have an experienced doula who is the community moderator. I am in the group as well. Just head to Facebook and search for the group or the link to join is in the show notes. Now be sure to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. And if you feel so inclined, I would really appreciate you leaving an honest review in iTunes. It helps other women find the show. Now, next week on the podcast, we will have a birth story. It is from a physician colleague of mine, and it is not quite what you might expect to hear from a physician. She actually used hypnobirthing for all three of her deliveries. All right, I will see you next week. And until then, I wish you a healthy and happy pregnancy and birth. Today's episode is brought to you by Women's Wellness Coaching by Dr. Nicole Calloway-Rankins. Head to ncrcoaching.com to check out my free one-hour mini course on how to make your birth plan, as well as my comprehensive online childbirth education class, the Birth Preparation Course. With over eight hours of content and a private course community, the birth preparation course will leave you knowledgeable, prepared, confident, and empowered going into your birth. Head to ncrcoaching.com to learn more.